You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Quality Time, brought to you by Big Tech, by Ariel Pardes. In early February, the technologist Tristan Harris stood in front of a crowd at a tech conference and held up his iPhone like Martin Luther presenting his 95 theses. He was there to warn of the plain and common dangers of our phones, which he has compared to slot machines and to cults while announcing a coalition called the Center for Humane Technology to liberate us. Harris had begun this crusade several years prior as a Google employee who noticed how tech companies designed products to keep us locked on our devices for their own profit. This represented to him a crisis in attention. Now, Harris was hoping to wake the rest of us up and maybe even convince our tech overlords to do something about it. He even gave his radical movement a name, Time Well Spent. Nearly a year later, Harris's cause no longer seems fringe. It's downright mainstream. Apple wants to free you from the sticky trap of your iPhone. Google wants you to feel JOMO, the joy of missing out, from your screen. Even Facebook has its own suite of tools to help you manage your screen time. And Mark Zuckerberg called Time Well Spent his personal goal for the year, cribbing the language directly from Harris's movement. The consensus in Silicon Valley is that you should spend less time on your phone. But don't be deceived. While it looks like the revolution is won, this is just the beginning of a war to colonize your phone screen. Google, Apple, and Facebook seem like they've handed over the keys to unshackle us from our attention-splintering devices. But in doing so, they've accomplished something more significant. Tech companies have co-opted the movement, turning digital wellness into a goopified trend that functions as marketing. It has been a big year for the movement, but it has also illustrated how much work lies ahead, says Fred Stutzman, the CEO of Freedom, which helps people manage their time on screen by blocking apps and websites. We're at this uncomfortable stage of digital well-being as marketing, where the tools created by corporations seem like a way to improve their brand image and atone for their past sins. The low-hanging fruit of humane technology, turning off notifications, minimizing the number of times your screen lights up and asks you to pay attention to it, has been picked up by Google and Apple. 
On both iOS and Android, it's now easier to keep track of how many hours you spend on certain apps and even set up app time limits. But neither company has done much to address the persuasive design of those apps or help people move beyond what was already possible to do by manually changing a few settings in your phone. In other words, Google and Apple use the banner of digital wellness to repackage tools that already existed without changing much of anything about your phone. Time well spent was never about giving users features to set time limits on their phones. It was about changing the game from which companies compete, says Harris. The problem is that everyone misunderstood what time well spent was about by anchoring on the word time as if lost time was the biggest harm coming from technology. The original TED Talk makes clear that the root problem is the race to the bottom of the brainstem to manipulate human nature, hijack our minds because of the business model to capture people's time. In January, Zuckerberg wrote that his personal challenge for the year was to make sure that time spent on Facebook is time well spent. It was meant to assuage Facebook's investors after a quarter that saw a drop in the amount of time users were spending on the platform. Later in the year, Facebook and Instagram each rolled out their own time management tools, which include a bar graph that shows how much time you spend on the app and an option to mute push notifications for up to eight hours. Nothing else has changed. You can now track how much time you spend on Facebook, but you still have to dodge the constant notifications. 11 friends are interested in events happening tomorrow, and thousands of features designed to keep you scrolling. Instagram is still a FOMO factory, which added features this year like an online now indicator and a platform for long-form video. It's hard to see how any of this was designed with time well spent in mind, rather than the intent to keep you opening the app and keeping it open longer. We need to move away from just human-centered design to human protection design, Aza Raskin, a co-founder of the Center for Humane Technology, wrote in a tweet earlier this year. From, have a problem, it's your responsibility to use it differently, to, it's our responsibility to design technology in a way that protects people. Raskin could not be reached for this story. He is currently practicing time well spent by studying forest elephant communication in the Central African Republic. If anything, big tech's buy-in has validated the difficulty people feel in putting their phones down. Alana Harvey, the co-founder and CMO of Flipped, an app that nudges users to spend less time on their phones, called 2018 a turning point. But other app developers say the year has been damaging for startups in the space. Andrew Dunn, who makes a minimalist and distraction-free Android launcher called Ciempo, says fundraising has become more challenging this year because a perception exists that Apple and Google will fully serve consumer needs. Both Dunn and Stutzman think the native tools recently added to iOS and Android are overly simplistic. They also point out that neither Apple nor Google has created APIs for their screen time products which means third-party developers can't build on them. And worse, some in the industry believe the big companies are actively pushing developers out of the space. Last month, a group of digital wellness apps were abruptly removed from the App Store, a move that some took as Apple's way of forcing people to only use internal iOS tools. 
If time well spent products are purely the domain of the large Silicon Valley players, any control we gain over tech will be illusory, and we'd do a great disservice to all the people who could benefit from these tools, Stutzman says. That's not to discount the gains of the movement this year. In name checking, digital wellness, Apple, Google, and the like brought a grassroots campaign to the forefront of conversation and made it possible for more people to understand the magnitude of the tech addiction problem. But don't be fooled. Your phone is still a battleground for your attention, and big tech is still finding new ways to capture yours. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.